Now it is. Nobody in the whole wide world can play this one because this is one an exclusive duplicate special for the man called Net Sky. So I lead that foolish DJ and sound boy. Come out of the dance. Man up up the na 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 next guy Humble jump better than the next guy Come now boy we na run Hang them out to dry Pump up 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 The na 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 next guy Big man up up the na 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 next guy Humble jump better than the next guy Come now boy we na run Hang them out to dry Pump up 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 The na 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 next Hey, I'm Netsky. I'm uh, presenting the next Hospital Records podcast this time. Um, I'm just going to start off with some of my own tunes, and I'm going to play uh, a selection of like different tunes, just different genres. Uh, not that, drum, that that much drum and bass for me this time, I, I guess. But um, I'm just going to show off some some of my favorite old-time tunes and in all genres. So uh, sit back and relax.
So this track is called um, The Whistle Song. Um, it's by me and, and Dynamite MC. And, um, I had the, the instrumental like finished quite a while ago, but um, me and Dynamite and High Contrast and uh, Cameron Crooked were uh, recording the stage in March. And uh, we just came up with his vocal on stage really and, and just doing the whole tour. And I, I think the whole song kind of reflects the whole tour because we had so much just fun on tour and, and it, it was such a fun, really relaxing tour. And, and the whole song, it's kind of a soundtrack to that, to be honest. And uh, yeah, I think I think Dynamite smashed it. And, uh, and you you really like the title, don't you? That's uh, that's, that's Chris <laughs> Goss, by the way. And yeah, uh, we we had about like seven titles for this track, I think, which made it very hard to like um, yeah work with, I guess. It was gonna what, what, it was gonna be called Kill Them with Love. Yeah, but I wasn't really sure about the sentiment on that. I love, I love killing with love. It's, it's a bit like <laughs> I don't know. It sounds a little bit aggressive to me. I'm not sure if I it sounds fully a bit reggae. I think. Like, <laughs> kill them. Uh, okay, so so we got you to to burn a whole bunch of uh, your favourite tunes upstairs, didn't we? Yeah, and because my my laptop as a DJ, of course, doesn't burn any CDs. Uh, you use your laptop, which, <laughs> yeah. which I'm grateful to, by the way. Thank so you. anyway, so so what what's this first one? That we're gonna check now. I think you're very right, by the way. Um, yeah, this one is um, is a Disclosure remix of "Running" by Jesse Ware, uh, and I think I think Disclosure is, is killing it right now. Um, they've been producing like like this this really kind of nice chick house kind of feel, yeah. but still with a, with a very like old school UK touch to it. And yeah, I think that they're gonna get really big. And, and also and also Jesse herself, who I think is really gonna come through this year. She was singing on the what on the Subtract album and uh, yeah, a few other bits yeah. and pieces. So. Um, but yeah, big tune. Big tune. Your question so obviously Riley has naturally been on Facebook uh, getting all sorts of different questions from fans some of them are terrible and some of them are slightly more interesting um, I think they're all interesting <laughs> that's very, very <laughs> magnanimous of you <laughs> um, 
Paul Felix Holloway wanted to know what's the most difficult aspect of putting a live show together. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the live show has been on my mind for, for quite a while already. I, I think we, we started, me and Michael, the drummer of the live show, have been um, have been working on it for almost a year now. Yeah, yeah. And, um, whilst, whilst finishing some album tracks, I, I think I still had it a bit on the, on the back of my head. And I... Uh, I might have it might have influenced you a bit, a little bit for the album, which mm. you asked me not to, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure it happened. And um, I don't know one of one of the the most like different parts of it compared with just um, my my kind of DJ, DJ history um, is it's just that you actually have to work with other people. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, it's not just you anymore in in, in your bedroom making yeah. music. It's, it's actually interacting with other people and um, also isn't there? I mean. It's it's so different. I imagine that you, there's so much to learn. You've got, I mean, obviously you've got to rehearse loads, but you go on stage and instead of like having the comfort of let's say your record box, or your laptop, you've actually got to think right. Okay, I've got to play an hour's worth of live music. I better remember which bit goes where and when that keyboard line comes in or when Diane's coming on stage. All those kind of things. And I mean, frankly, I'd be. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. It, it it brings a lot of stress with it, and and, and it's uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I got very nervous before the first show, obviously, but um, I yeah, it's it's just a new a new kind of um, a new kind of goal for my for, for me, and and it's very fun to work on something new and a new project, and uh, it's very exciting. That's, that's all I can say. Yeah, I imagine also like being able to work with Michael and with Babel, like, yeah. who who are extremely experienced. They're they're both from like you know either your hometown or, or from just just down the road I, I would imagine that that must also make it not necessarily easier but must make it a lot a lot more kind of comfortable when you're on stage and, and rehearsing and everything to have those people around you yeah yeah the, the thing is i, I really trust uh, the, the other bond, uh, bond members and and we they're really good friends of mine as well it's, it's not just only a professional kind of yeah. uh bond or channel thing and that's that's really like one of the things i really wanted to maintain like i, I don't just want to work professionally with people like mm-hmm. it's very important that we actually can spend hours and hours and, and weeks on a tour bus without killing each other. <laughs> and <laughs> which, those, which is still hard, but like, <laughs> they're, they're, they're really good friends of mine. But those, and those, those two sold-out shows at the AB in Brussels a couple of weeks ago were, were, were quite special, weren't they? They were, yeah. Um, it, it was the first time we actually like spent some, some time in front of a big crowd. And from this time, I, I didn't have like a DJ booth standing before my, my legs yeah yeah top. sure sure like people could actually see my body i was, I was <laughs> it's it's kind of very like exposed you, yeah you feel very naked <laughs> you feel absolutely naked and it's very hard to not think about that in that yeah, way yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. but no it's 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 so much fun on stage and to be honest like i i have a really good time and, and, and a lot of fun when i dj but during the live set i, I really witnessed something I've, I've never witnessed before and it's just like you really feel like inside the music much more and mm-hmm. I started shouting through like the mic and, and trying to MC and stuff. I, I would never do that during a DJ set. You just get so excited about about You're really stuff. carried away with it. Definitely. Fantastic. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, we're gonna play another track from the podcast Next Guy C D R. So what's this? This is on and on uh, by Justice. It's from their uh, new album.
yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite tracks from uh, their new album. Um, I think they went a total new way with their new album, too. Um, it sounds very rocky and very, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah like, unelectronic uh, compared with the Robo stuff, I guess. And we should, we should also mention Frank Wurt. Frank Wurt, yeah, Wurt. Wurt, say yes. that, Riley. Wurt. <laughs> but Frank, who does the live sound for Justice, we are delighted to say does the live sound for Netsky. That's it, yeah. And that's, yeah. A, of course, a really, really big part of the live band, isn't it? It definitely is, yeah. Well, he's, he's basically the producer. Um, so, well, I, I look at it like that. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. producing everything and putting, mixing everything together. And I feel, I feel very close to what he does because that's why I do my bedroom, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, studio. sure. Um, but yeah, he's, he's amazing and he's, he's such a big band, uh, part of the band and I, I, I can't forget to, to mention him every now and then. No, because, totally. Big yeah. up, Frank. Big up, Frank. So, uh, back to the album. Back to Next Guy 2. So this is track six and uh, tell us about this one. Track six. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a track I made with uh, Stella Sue, which is, um, who, who is a, like a very famous singer in Belgium. Um, she, she kind of blew up a couple of years ago and she, she just uh, brought out the, the whole album. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got an amazing voice. And um, also, also really big in France. Yeah, yeah, and France. Signed, oh, yeah, definitely. Signed she's, to Colombia in America, I think. Uh, I think it's Universal, actually. I'm, I'm not completely <laughs> sure. <but laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, but like she's she's kind of blow up in the UK too soon, I guess. Um, Let's play it. Yeah. Because when you feel in despair Reflections come to take you right along To a strange new land While you're walking through the mirror with me Let's get away from here Too much Carlsberg in here, maybe. <laughs> so, just to remind you, this is Cella Sue, the amazing Cella Sue from Belgium. Is she from Antwerp as well? No, she's not. I think she's from Leuven, but Leuven. Yeah. Absolutely huge across Europe and breaking out in America, and we're very proud to have her on this record. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny because the, the tune started off as, as an instrumental to our, uh, track, um, but like, yeah, me and her like uh, were thinking about doing this track together for a very long time already. And, uh, didn't we? Didn't we actually try and do it? 
ago. And, oh yeah. And it, and it didn't really, we never got around to sort of finishing it. And she was really busy and then you got busy. And, and, yeah. And then it all happened quite last minute, but it just, the diaries were sort of falling into place. And we were like, yeah, let's go and do it. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. We did it very last minute. I'm not going to say when, <laughs> but it happened very last minute. But yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with the end result and she is. And yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to do some, some live shows where too, which is probably going to happen, hopefully. Um, which is probably going to be a little bit harder to organise, but we'll get, we, we've got one lined up. We won't say which. We've got one lined up. Yeah, we'll see if we it. can manage that, and then we'll take it from there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so look, um, should I ask you another Facebook question from the hospital fans and the Net Sky fans? Will Stanley wants to know which Net Sky tune, past or present, you are most proud of. Which Net Sky tune you are most proud of that you've made? Yeah. Um that's, uh, could be an old one. Could be one. That's you know, that's a very out. hard question to ask me because I don't like to talk about my own music that much. Anyway, um, but why, why do we get him in, Riley? Doesn't want to talk about his own music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, but yeah, um, I, th- I think one of the first tracks that that got played out on radio. Um, I think DJ Hype um, played Prisma Out, which is a very old tune of mine, um, a long, long, long time ago. But um, yeah which is about three years in, in my long, long time kind of uh, sense. But um, no, he, he played it for the first time. And I think whenever I hear the tune, it, it might bring back some, some good memories from that because uh, I remember jumping around in my room for about three hours when, when I first noticed it uh, on, on, the, on the track list. Um, and it was a huge deal for me back then. I, yeah. I'm still very happy with that, with that first radio play because I, I guess that was one of the first moments when I saw people in the UK uh, show some interest in the music, which was very important yeah, yeah. to me. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. What's this? This is Rusty with Ultra Tiss. Um, yeah, one of the better tunes of his album. Uh, one of the best tunes of his album, even. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. It's, a, it's an inc- incredible album, and this is one of my favorite tunes. The album that's on Warp and is called Glass Swords? Is Glass that right? Swords, that's it. There you yep. go. Check this. We need to keep asking more of the Facebook questions. And uh, who's this one from? It's from Sam Darley. Sam Darley says, I have a question. Was your keyboard player, Babel, freaking out when he had to play Give and Take live? Because watching the live stream, it looked pretty intense. And there's a simple answer to that. And yes, he freaked out pretty much. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I get used to it because he, he kind of freaks out with every melody he has to play. Um, <laughs> 
because some melodies are, are very unplayable. Um, and he still pulls it off. It's, it's crazy. Like, the, he, he needs some time to get used to the melodies, but he's, he's so good. And one so of the great fast. things about Babel is the way that he positions yeah. his keyboards. He has this whole thing, which I, I, I don't think I've ever seen before, where he yeah. has them angled right out in front of the audience and kind of plays them, and he almost like actually can't see the keys at all. Which makes it even harder, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it tilts them like so far back, uh, like forwards, that yeah. the whole crowd can see what he does. And I think that's amazing. Which is fantastic yeah, for us. But, definitely. you know, because I remember coming to one of the first rehearsals that he was at and I was thinking, why is he doing that? <laughs> right, right. But it's, it's clearly like, it's just, it's just something that he's developed over goodness knows how many years of playing yeah. live music in many bands. And, and yeah, then, yeah. We should also say, am I right in saying that he was in Beyonce's band when they toured Belgium? The Bell. No, no, he, he wasn't. But uh, like, he, he talked with one of the, the band members oh, okay. from Beyonce. But yeah, I, that was a good I got confused as well at first. That's, that's probably very, very confusing. Beyonce's room. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that might be true. Yeah, I don't know about that. But. We're going to play another track off the Next Guy podcast CD, and this is Boris. What's this? Uh, this is Get Free by Major Lazer. Uh, I want to say one thing about this record. It's, it's like one of the records, like one of the best records I've heard this year, I think. And wow. they're so. so Essential, like they bring out so many different genres with yeah. with, uh, with Major Laser, and and Diplo is an amazing guy, and he's such a good producer. I, I think he's like one of my favorite producers. Really, this is like definitely a killer with you. Okay. <laughs>
Hey, it's still me, Natsukai. I'm uh, presenting this week's podcast for Hospital Records. Um, and yeah, I'm about to show you all my favorite tunes of the, of the moment and some, some older tunes. And I'm showing you all my album tracks. Well, some of them, not all of them, actually. Some of them. Some of them. We haven't got enough time to <laughs> play all of them, I'm afraid. But, um, so we should, um, as this is major laser that we've just been listening to, Wicked Tunes. Yeah. Um, and uh, Diplo actually kind of gave one of the album tracks a title, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, we... Um, we uh, we went out in Brussels when he was playing uh, in Belgium uh-huh. uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, and and we yeah we went to some <laughs> after hours shop bar. It, it was a bit of an after party, with it. Yeah, <laughs> Let's but be don't don't blame me. So you with Diplo from Major Lazer, you've gone you've gone to a funny after party <coughs> in Brussels. Now you like a little after party, and we had been we'd been talking about. Oh, we've got we've probably got a couple of tracks on the album. Uh, we're not quite sure on the on the titles. Yeah, it, yeah. What was the title for this track actually? Before we actually, well, well that, oh, that, not yeah. that one. No, that's yeah, that's no, puppy. Right. That's something yeah, else. Yeah, sure. But, um, but no, we, for, yeah, for one of them. It was yeah. going to be. Wasn't it going to be called Get Down or something? Yeah, I probably, think I probably, probably said to you, I'm not really feeling that. No, well, I wasn't feeling it as, a, as like either. But I just wanted to have a working title. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not blaming you. But anyway, so there you were. So you find yourself with Diplo having um, quite a late night. And I think after that, you were convinced that something on the album had to be called Drawing Straws. Yeah. <laughs> and God knows how we came to that. Time, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the track in the background, one of the non-drum and bass tracks on the album, this one's called Puppy. Puppy, that's it, yeah. Let's track a bit. <laughs> Controversial. It's not drum and bass, Boris. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, yeah. I used to make a lot of house actually before I started making drum and bass. Um, so how how old were you when you were making house music? Um, I must have been like a 14, 15, I guess. Like, okay. Yeah, maybe a little bit younger. I, I used to love house, and I still do actually. But I, I, I kind of grew up with house music a lot. We got we've got a Facebook question from one of your fans whose name is I think Gilles Gilles Van Massenhoek. Yeah, who I, says uh, who I says your your house tune puppy is amazing? Any chance of more house tunes? Uh, is it something that you wanna you wanna keep doing? Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I, I want to keep experimenting with other other styles. Um, I'm not sure if I can like keep doing that like under under the same name. Like I, I might have to do something in the future. I, I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. But I I, I really enjoy making house um, and and just a, a more electroish vibe. Um, it's it's a lot of fun to just. Make make tracks on a slower on a slower tempo sometimes. Sure, and, and it's more space for kind of other melodies and yeah, maybe have a little bit more of a poppy melody sometimes in there um, just to bring variety. I like. I, I guess, guess also also as 
as a drum and bass artist, you know, you make an album and, the, and these days maybe the natural thing to do is to make a lot of dubstep. Uh, it makes a nice change to hear something as uplifting and, and fall to the floor as this. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, I, again, I think with this record, especially when I was fin- finishing the mix down and, and the technical side of it, um, I, I was thinking about the live set quite a while. Uh, quite yeah, right, okay. Especially with the mix down reading. Um, but it's, it's such a fun tune to play out, and, and Michael loves drumming on it. It's, it's like he's so used to, to drum like a 4 4 beat, and uh, it's a very much of a party kind of like yeah. jump up kind of house. Didn't he, did he play some percussion on it or something? What did he play on this? We, we both did actually. Um, okay. You can't hear it, but on the cut, it's actually <laughs> me saying, oh, oh, every time again. <laughs> and uh, the cowbell at the beginning is me and Michael going crazy on the cowbell for about half an hour, which I like a nice cowbell. Yeah, we need more cowbell. But, uh, we need more cowbell. Maybe we can actually play a bit more cowbell in the live show. Or actually, maybe uh, Riley could come on and have like a little cowbell solo. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Riley, are you up for that? I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Riley's, Riley's up for anything. So, talking of other genres, um, another big tune on the record is this. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, um, it's back in there with Diane Charlemagne, who That's is right. uh, part of the live band as well. Yeah. And she's got an incredible voice, and she's she's an, in, an incredible stage performer as well. Um, like a lot of people know her, especially from like the Goldie record, of sure. course. Um, and yeah, and she's, and she's been working with the hospital. For well, you know, time, yeah. also you know, she's worked with High Contrast. Yeah. She worked with Scientific. She sang on stage with London Electricity Live. But um, this is a very special tune. Let's listen to this.
yeah, this, this, this has been a very fun track to play out with the live band. Um, I've, I've got kind of a, um, yeah, it's, it's called an Octapad and it's a, it's a controller where you can actually um, sample stuff on. And um, we, we thought it, w- it would be nice to like um, hit bells, like that, imaginary bells. And that's basically like the, the funny thing that you, you hit the fuck out of with those drumsticks. <laughs> that's it, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, I, I always think I'm going to break it, but it's so, it's so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so rock solid. Uh, uh, but it's a lot of fun to play this tonight anyway. And Diane killed it all, all the times we played together on stage. She, she's so good on stage. Uh, Looking at some of the uh, NetSky fan questions, we've got one from Maximilian Geisler, and he wants to know, where do you get the ideas for your new songs, and how long does it take to make each song, roughly? Yeah, like... Obviously, there's not like a like a formula or like um, like a standard kind of time you spend on, on, on one tune. But um, I think a good idea always comes in in a very short amount of time. Like it it, it always al- like always takes a lot of time to finish like a track. But yeah. um, like to get to get ideas, like I, I find myself like um, getting the best ideas when when you can actually work very quickly on a track mm-hmm. and when when you're just relaxed and when when you. Um, yeah, when you think you you got the time to to work on something, I think I think I need that kind of peace of mind when I work on tracks. Um, but I'm kind of avoiding the question. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, would you say, but like, when, in terms of like how long it takes to make your music, my impression is that sometimes when it when you're really feeling it, you actually make music really fast. That's it. Yeah, definitely. And you you lose track of time as yeah. well. You, <laughs> I've been working on a track for about like that that's a while ago but I've been working on a track for about 16 hours without eating or going to the toilet mm, and mm, mm. I kind of woke up after that and like oh right okay I'm still I'm still here and, and it's getting it's, light like, it's probably also important for people to know that like so many other people and so many fans you basically still you live at home with mum and dad and actually you make most of your music in your bedroom upstairs right? that's right yeah well um, the, the last couple of months I've been working in, in, uh, in my drama studio quite a lot too, mm. in Michael's studio um, but certainly, but let's say, like the f- I mean, all of the first album and a lot of this album has probably sure. been made just yeah. upstairs. Yeah, and still with kind of the same set, even um, the same computer, even. And uh, yeah. I, I, I guess it's part of what I meant with like peace of mind. And it's, it's just like the studio I'm used to, the place I'm used to, and I, I feel really relaxed in that place. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that, that helps a lot for any producer to just have this this kind of space you're you're used to and, and you trust. Uh, well, that sounds guess, very deep. It's no, basically trust. I guess also it's important to say that uh, you know you have amazing parents who are who, who I know you're really close to, and y- yeah. you hang out like you know I've I've been to your house. We've we've sat and had beers and watched the football and talked about music, and it's a really really lovely atmosphere there. So you know, I, I, yeah. I think you're very blessed with that, which is fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with that, and they've they've been supportive since uh, day one for me. And yeah, no doubt. I, I think my dad is my biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and both your mum and dad. We're at both of the shows at the AB, and yeah. your, and your grandma came on the on the Saturday night. She she uh, stage dived yeah, the other <laughs> No, yeah, she she was there, and it's so it's so lovely to see her. Like she actually danced. I I couldn't believe really? it. Like yeah, I saw her from the stage. At some point, I was looking for like there was a spot on just her. It was <laughs> like it was meant to be, but she was doing crazy stuff with her hands, and I loved it. Like it gave me an energy boost. And how, and how old is your grandma? She, um, She's like 85 now, yeah. And because I, I saw her briefly, we had some drinks in the bar afterwards, and I, and I said hello to her, we had a quick chat, and you know, she said, I loved the energy of the young people. Ah, yeah. And she, she was on it completely, so much respect to all the family. Um, another Facebook question from Brad Kr- Krasanak. I'm very happy I don't, I don't have to pronounce all the names. <laughs> anyway, we'll call him Brad. Uh, he wants to know what 
What was your biggest influence in becoming a drum and bass artist? Yeah, I've been saying it like in interviews quite a lot, but um, if you're talking about a track that really influenced me from, from the beginning, um, I, I'd have to say um, like Lincoln's High Contrasts remix of, uh, of Gold Digger by hmm. Kanye West. And um, that tune still sums up what I, I need and, and, and look for in drum and bass. It's, it's yeah. all about having the soul of a soul, hip hop, whatever record, and, yeah. and just having the energy and the breaks and the dance, the dance vibe around it uh, that drum and bass does. Um, and it's all about combining those two elements for me and those yeah, two yeah, ingredients. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's Another question from Lewis Jones. He says, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Ah, yeah. Um, well, I think... Don't sign to hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, no, that's definitely not the best thing. But, but, um, yeah, I, I think like what people tell you a lot is uh, try to do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And it all sounds very cheesy and, and very like everybody says it. And it's very hard to like actually focus on what people are saying at some point and, and actually believe and understand what they're saying. But yeah, that definitely is the best piece of advice you can get as any musician or producer. I, I think it's very important to not sound like the rest. And yeah. that's the only way you'll you'll gonna stand out from the rest and where, where people will actually remember your name and not just the name of your genre and um, then the nice thing is if things go well for you you then find yourself a couple of years down the line and actually there's lots of people that want to sound like you yeah and you <laughs> end up in a basement in the Osfield studio <laughs> recording a podcast with, with Chris Goss with Riley and Riley with Riley getting the Carlsberg waiting to go to Coco <laughs> <laughs> we're going to play another track off the Pod Sky CD just tell us quickly what this is this is um, a tune by my favourite band um, they're called Fat Fairies Drop and this is Breakthrough That's a, that's a nice chill out vibe, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice tune. Like we're, we're recording the show today, which is the... What day is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Wednesday. <laughs> I started off something. It's a Wednesday somewhere. But it's, it's, it's very sunny outside. It's Wednesday the 13th of June today. 
Okay. And, and yeah. we are. You've been here all day. I've been so- signing records all day long. Signing records and CDs. Yeah. And about 500 CDs yeah. and about 300 GoFold sleeves. So uh, big up for that. We had a phone interview. Uh, we had to do something for Capital Radio. Uh, yeah, it's been a busy day. But, <laughs> but anyway, we're now here enjoying the podcast with some Carlsberg and some. That, nice pizza, that pizza was alright, wasn't it? The pizza was okay. The pizza was amazing. Yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I gotta say, pizza in, in the UK is much better than in Belgium for some reason. But that restaurant that we go to, you, me, and Michael, that's that's nice. That one around the corner from the studio. Oh yeah, that's that's the best pizza shop in, in Belgium, I think. What's it called? I, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every time we always go there, you don't even know what. It's I, I think I've been about fourteen times, and I can't <laughs> remember the name. And there's a big advert, like at the end of my street, even, and I can't leave it. <laughs> Wow, okay. And you always have that calzone, that if, massive calzone. Yeah, if people thing. are interested in the name, just tweet me and I'll, I'll, I'll be able to. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and big up the restaurant, but we don't even know what they're called. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and we're, anyway, and once we've done this, we're, then we're going to go down to Coco, aren't we? We're going to go and check out Hyperdub at Coco. Yeah. So for something a little bit different, that'd be nice. Yeah, definitely. Hook up with High Contrast and, and quite a few of the office crew who are finishing their pizza upstairs are all going to get in a, ca- in a taxi. Um, what are we going to play next? Yeah, we're going to play Burial. I, I think, like, our changeup um, is one of the, the first, like, electronic, well, one of the first of the electronic tunes I've ever I've ever heard, I think. And, uh, really? Well, like, it's, it's one of the first tunes I really remember having a big impact on me anyway. Um, okay. And I still love it, and it's, it's still so fresh, and, and it's, it's still sounding amazing. Uh, yeah, everybody loves this record, I think. And do you know what, that's a very convenient link into the fact that we're going to go to Hyperdub tonight. Oh no, you're not going right because you're useless. <laughs> <laughs> This is, of course, the NetSky podcast takeover. We're calling it PodSky. Tell me how to 
I, I think me and Chris both agree this is one of the, the like the best tunes ever made. Well, one it's of a, them. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. Really? Yeah. yeah. You described it as like it sounds like it comes out of the garage, garage of the neighbors. It's like well, no, it's it's it's, it's like it's that. It's that sound you get when the person who lives next door to you is playing sort of exactly, pyro yeah. radio. Yeah. But it's that sound, the sound you get through your wall. <laughs> it, it might have been recorded that way. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> um, we're almost at the end of the of the net pod, the pod sky. Um, Sasha Kaiser wants to know what your are for next year, 2013. Well, yeah, my goals for for next year, like I, I really wanna wanna put a lot of work in the life the live band. Um, I think that's going to be my focus for the next year. And um, yeah, I, I still want to keep DJing, of course. It's, it's so much fun to DJ as well. But I think, I think the live band is really something beautiful to work on. And uh, it's, it's, it's just so much fun. Do you it's very get, inspiring. Do you ever find yourself just getting absolutely, totally exhausted when you just think, I really, really can't face another weekend? And I know, I, you know, I don't, mean, I don't want that to sound the wrong way because it's a fantastic lifestyle. But sometimes I look at your diary and I just sort of think, I don't actually know how you're going to survive the next 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, and then I after party on top of that, which isn't a great, <laughs> great idea. Like but yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, hello. Yeah, there we go. Um, so yeah, no, um, I, I, I get I get your question, and I, I still feel very young and very very energetic, and uh, it's going to happen at some point that I, I I'm going to have to take it a little bit more. Uh, yeah. I Calm, think, I I think you know, also one, th- you know, one thing that I have to say is that you know, what one of the things that's been so exciting about sort of Project Netsky is just how just how fast everything has happened. You know, like when you turned up today, it actually reminded me of when you first came here, which is what two two and a half years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember you came here and you were so shy, <laughs> yeah. and you came and you came and sat in front of Tony's desk <laughs> and, and you, you just looked at the floor and we were kind of like I said this, this is that next guy kid all right, hello mate you're alright do you want to come and see like, and you almost you almost hardly said anything I remember I was so sweaty when I, when I got inside <laughs> like I kept thinking about what I'm going to have to say like yeah no I was very nervous and, but uh, you know you know what that like you know in some ways that, that sort of almost seems like like an absolute decade ago and it also yeah. seems like literally like yesterday and, and I was thinking today like wow a lot has happened <laughs> a serious amount has happened in those two years yeah. you know we find you here now most of what a lot of us do is actually try and manage your diary to fit in the interviews and the TV stuff and the radio and the signings and the stuff and um, you know as a record company that that's that's what it's all about that's that's like literally what all of us work towards is that is that is that excitement and that enjoyment of seeing something really come together? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, um, you're talking about me having no enough sleep. I gotta say, like, like, yeah, just off record too, but like on record as well too, of course. But like, you, you, you had a lot of work about like around me as well, of course, and you've got kids, which makes it like <laughs> three times as hard as, as me to like manage my time a little bit. But you know, I think, I think for me and Tony. You know, I've worked with Tony now for 20 years, and I, I, I'm sure he would say the same thing. I don't think he and I have ever had as much fun as we're having now. And you know, yet yeah, we're we're settled down with children, and that actually makes it even more fun because, as you know, my eldest daughter Erin is almost 12, and yeah. she's starting to write songs. Yeah. And she she rang me today to tell me what happened at school, and then she was sort of saying, um, 
is Boris coming home tonight? I went, well, yeah, but you'll be in bed. And she was oh, I wanted to see Boris. <laughs> but she's going to come to Lovebox on Saturday. Oh, wow. Oh, wicked. Like, and she said, Daddy, would it be all right if I, if I say hello to Boris and Lincoln? Because the two of you are her favourites. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's and, you know, th- these are all, all just the really, really great parts of what we all do, you know? Yeah. So listen, we should, I, I guess we, we've got to wrap this up, haven't we? we, we we're done. Um, we're finishing on one of the uh, one of the <laughs> many fantastic tracks. This is called No Beginning. Rewind. Should we do a rewind? Should we do a, let's do a rewind. Can you? Okay. I'm, come I'm, on, DJ, you can do that. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, Just, okay. it, you sort of spin it back a little bit, and then it goes. <laughs> this is how it happens, folks. <laughs> and then you press play. No, it's, it is 13, yeah. It's that one. Just press. Oh, there you go. Play, play. I've got, play it. I've got it. I've got it. That's not a rewind. Do it again. That's, 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 not not the, that's not the beginning of the. No, that's I know, I know. Have you done this before? No. <laughs> I've done it before, but not with this like high tech. <laughs> so, listen, we, all we need to say is your album is out now. It is? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's called Net Sky 2. It's called 2. It's called too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So listen, thank you so much, all of you, for listening to the Hospital Podcast and for supporting Hospital Records and for supporting NetSky. Um, we will see you when this podcast goes live. The next thing we'll see you at might be Rockwechter if you're in Belgium. That's it, yeah. We might see you at Ibiza Rocks. We might see you at Global Gathering or Club yeah. Festival. Yeah, exactly. Or a hospitality somewhere in the UK and Europe. everybody um i have to thank you all for listening to the podcast um thanks for being a fan of hospital records like it's an amazing label to be with and i'm, I'm happy to be doing this podcast um 
My new album called Two is out right now. Um, this is one of the tunes on there. There's there's loads of different kind of genres on there, and I really hope um, a lot of you will like some. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll hope to see you um, you all soon. So yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah.